You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm with Professor Victoria Trainer from the UOW School of Nursing. Um, Victoria, thanks very much for joining us. Okay, good morning, Connor. Uh, you've been working on a competency-based training for registered nurses in aged care with a view to develop specialist knowledge and skills. Um, what skills are you currently seeing that aged care nurses are, are missing? Well, if you take a look at our framework, we have identified 11 core competencies and we believe that those 11 areas are where nurses should focus their attention and focus their efforts in terms of their practice and their continuing professional development. Um, so yeah, these, these, 11 base, these 11 competencies, run us through the, the specifics. Yep, they, the, the centre competency is about living well across communities and groups. So at the centre of the practice for registered nurses working with older people, we believe that um, we should all be working towards promoting well-being for older people regardless of the community where they live and the um, specific group that they're a part of. Then the other 10 areas of competencies are some are specific about clinical care, for example, pain management, Some are about palliative care in the end stages of a person's life and dementia care. Other aspects of the care are more about lifestyle. So, for example, transitioning between um, living in your own home to perhaps a retirement village through to a nursing home. There also is a focus on contemporary um, issues, for example, enabling access to technology. We believe that the technology is an important aspect of everyone's lives, not just people who are under 65. The last um, areas are promoting mental health and psychological well-being and communicating effectively with older people. We also made sure that there's um, a focus on partnering with family carers. And this has become particularly pertinent from the Royal Commission hearings, where family carers are describing being excluded from the lives of the older person, particularly when they go into a nursing home to live. Mm-hmm. And the last, the, the 11th core competency is about legal and ethical frameworks. And again, we can see how relevant that is after the hearings for the Royal Commission. Mm-hmm. And so I believe this project was already in the works pre-Four Corners and the, and the Royal Commission. So did you already see before this a need for improvement in, in aged care? Yes. In fact, our team has been working on competency frameworks for a number of years, 15 to 20 years, in fact. Prior to the gerontological nursing competencies, we developed dementia care competencies And we've just kept progressing that work. And about two years ago, maybe three years ago, we were invited by a collaborative of aged care organizations to develop this particular framework. And all the organizations who are part of the collaborative and ourselves and colleagues from University of New South Wales, we anticipated and hoped this framework would be providing some clear guidelines and guidance for aged care organizations. But now with the Royal Commission, we're really 
um, really pleased that we've developed this work and we're working towards making sure it's at the forefront of decisions about how aged care is delivered in the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, so then you were obviously in kind of the end stages of your work when the abuses came to light. Did that change your approach or any of your work? I think just the urgency with which we need to get this work out there. So before even the um, Four Corners programme, we were piloting the competency framework. And some of the main outcomes from that were that the competency framework is enabling practitioners to develop a confidence in their care and also a competence to deliver good quality care that they hadn't had previously to using the competency framework. And we set up mentor mentor and mentee relationships. And one of the specific questions we asked at the end of the pilot was, do, they, do the mentors and mentees think they could have achieved what the practitioners achieved using the framework without the documentation that we provided them with. We wondered if it was just those relationships that we set up that had been the um, element that had helped practitioners develop their confidence and competence. And there was a clear endorsement of the whole framework. The mentors and the mentees said they couldn't have got where they got without the documentation and the specific guidance that we provided them. So uh, I'm assuming that these are guidelines that any facility can follow. Um, How many facilities have currently taken up the framework? It's five organisations. So each organisation recruited, say, two to three nursing homes and community service teams to actually trial the part, to trial the documentation. Mm-hmm. And is, is the learning provided free to nurses and aged care professionals? The members of the collaborative um, supported this project. What we'll be doing is to look looking in in the future to see how we can work with other aged care organizations to integrate the work we've done with their existing learning and development and their quality programs so any organization can can contact us and we can talk them through how they could use the resources and and so that is that the next step then trying to get it more widely rolled out Yep, the next stage is actually we've got one final stage for the first phase with developing the framework. That's an evidence-based framework with various research activities that were completed. We piloted the documentation that we created to provide guidance on how to use the framework. Our next stage that we're doing in the second half of this year is developing a leadership module that will be shared across aged care organisations that new graduates and early career registered nurses, so those nurses who've been in aged care for five years or less, they may be um, nurses who've got 10 or 20 years experience in other settings, but they come to aged care and it's a new specialty. So we're going to develop a leadership module that sets those colleagues up to understand what the responsibilities are working in aged care. And then they'll use the portfolio to demonstrate their competence as gerontological nurse specialists. Professor Trainer, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Connor.